This is Hoss Fight, and I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Hello once again, my friends. Welcome to page 15.15. We are very, very close to rounding out this first half of the tournament, taking the 256 names from Cage Match, all Hosses, everyone, breaking it down into a group of 16 number ones, 16 number twos, all the way down to 16 sixteens. And then in the second half of the tournament, we'll take that group of 16 and try to make some heads or tails of it. So we actually wind up with a ranking system. There are still some big, big names left here on the board, including perhaps the person that's going to wind up Winning the entire thing. The biggest name, perhaps, still on the board. Uh, Now, that might give you two names that come to mind in your head. Uh, One of them we'll talk about today. And the other one, amazingly enough, you'll have to wait till next week. Uh, We have abandoned the 2021 recordings. We have made some minor, minor cosmetic changes Uh, to our brackets, which has just made them look a right mess. Uh, But I am ready. I hope you are ready. So once again, for the 15th time in Hoss Fight, first, first, first. Gotta have your water. Gotta have your water. Let us begin. Our number 8-9 matchup sometimes... A very good matchup of very comparable talents, sometimes not. I would say in this one, uh, it's pretty close. There's a distinct difference, but it's pretty close in terms of at least ridiculous characters. Our number nine seed is Hugh Morris, a.k.a. General Huge Erection, uh, a.k.a. Bill DeMott. Now, I considered taking Bill DeMott out of our tournament because... Uh, He appeared to be, we won't call him a bad guy, but he didn't do things in what we would consider today to be the right way. But really, I think he is an old school guy. He had an old school mentality of how to train wrestlers that didn't exactly work in today's society. And however you feel about today's society, for good or for ill, uh, it just didn't work out. So we'll keep him around. And he's taking on one of our favorites. Anytime you get to wear, like, kind of a light gray, weird singlet and just be gross on the early days of Monday Night Raw, you know him, you love him. It's Bastion Booger. Norman the Lunatic, Mike Shaw, Friar Ferguson, call him what you will. Uh, A battle of two larger guys with... uh, you know, questionable gimmicks both. Uh, I think Hugh Morris meets the criteria of being a hoss more than Bastion Booger. Bastion Booger was a big dude, but didn't wrestle in a particularly hossy way. Uh, whereas I think Hugh Morris did, and the fact that the man could do a moonsault was pretty impressive. 
So I'll give the win to Hugh Morris over Bastion Booger here to kick off page 15. Our number 10 seed, I had to go back and check to make sure he was ranked anywhere in this range. Uh, I assume he had a career in Europe, perhaps, that went beyond what we know him in WCW. Um, He was part of Raven's Flock, but that's really not why we remember him. We remember the man called Reese because he was, say it with me, everyone, the Yeti. The Yeti, a.k.a. Reese, somehow a number 10 seed, even if he was a, an 11 or a 12 seed, I'd still be confused. But he is our number 10 seed. He was a big guy. He was a powerful guy. He, he did well, I thought, as a member of Raven's Flock. He kind of worked in that gimmick with that group. Uh, but he's taking on an all-time hoss. We talked about his brother on page 14. In fact, his brother won the whole dang thing on page 14. And on a last-minute switcheroo, this is the dog-faced gremlin, Rick Steiner. Now, you could make the case that Rick Steiner may be even more of a hoss than his brother Scott, depending on how you define the term. Uh, If I had to fight one of them in a bar and have the other one as my ally... I probably want Rick Steiner as my ally fighting Scott. Um, unless it's in, what is, what, what's the name of the restaurant that he's, Shoney's? Is it Shoney's? Shoney's? You know, he does own a, supposedly Scott Steiner owned a weird sort of southern restaurant, which is worth a reality show in its own right. Obviously, Rick Steiner is going to defeat Reese and move on. Our number 11 seed is the one-man gang. Now, I am watching Mid-South Wrestling from 1983, and the one-man gang is there. He is not... I remember Coliseum Video, the one-man gang, leather jacket, mohawk, really looking like that big, bad biker guy. And then, of course, I do remember Akeem, the African Dream... But to see the one-man gang with really long hair and just wearing, like, a singlet, like, he does you know, I'm sure he looked the part for 1983 standards, but this is a far cry from the one-man gang that I knew. It's, It's kind of showing me how much attention to detail Vince McMahon and the WWF Brain Trust put into those characters. The one-man gang... If you look at a picture of him from when he, you know, WrestleMania 4 era, when he was in the WWF, much more of a total get look to that gimmick than just a, a, a big guy. That's really what he is right now in Mid-South. He's just a big guy. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. He's a great big guy, but I, I miss the attention to detail. Uh, he's taking on another big guy who also wore a singlet, which I thought was very, very strange considering who he was. Uh, The comparables between these two, I think, are pretty pretty intense. Uh, He's the chair-swinging madman or freak or whatever ECW called him. One man gang is going to wrestle Balls Mahoney. Think about that 
for a minute while I sip my water. Similar. Similar. Both had weird gimmicks afterwards. One Man Gang became Akeem the African Dream. Balls Mahoney was once Santa Claus. Um, you know, similar look. One Man Gang, obviously bigger. But I would, you know, similarities. There are similarities. Balls Mahoney had some legit wrestling skills. I'm not sure if the One Man Gang ever did. Uh, and I think the One Man Gang has to win this. But, you know, that's, a, that's an interesting matchup there to get the One Man Gang versus Balls Mahoney. I think. Our number 12 seed, Christopher Nowinski. I have a, a foul taste in my mouth when I think of Chris Nowinski, and there's no reason why that should be. I missed most of his character as a wrestler. He played kind of, if I remember correctly, sort of the you know Harvard frat boy. He would have been a great member of the Mean Street Posse. Um... And, you know, you're supposed to not like that character. But then I remember not liking him because afterwards he was very, like, anti-WWE. But he was doing so, I think, probably, looking back in hindsight, for all the right reasons. You know, talking about the brain damage that wrestlers face. And, you know, something that all athletics uh, needs to take a more serious look at. So... You know, I, I don't know why I dislike Chris Nowinski so much, but I do. I'm going to look past that. He's our number 12 seed. The number five seed he's taking on, Hernandez from TNA. I really enjoyed Hernandez. Big guy, powerful guy, did moves that, you know. A comparison that I am making in my head right now, I don't know if it's accurate or not. But I'm imagining him diving over the top rope, and the name that comes to mind, honestly, is Roman Reigns. You know, big guy, tough guy, and could dive over the top rope with relative ease. Roman Reigns could do that. Hernandez can do that. Not saying they're comparable by any other metric, but, you know, I don't know size-wise who's bigger. I would assume Hernandez. I don't want to look it up. Um but that's the comparison that popped into my head just in that moment, imagining them both diving over the top rope. I'm giving Hernandez the win over Chris Nowinski. So, so far, Hugh Morris, Ricky Steiner, the one-man gang, and Hernandez have advanced. Uh, we don't know any of the matchups yet because of the way we're doing the bracketing. We'll start to find those out now. This matchup. The, the, the ranking by cage match, I don't get it for either of them. The number 13 seed is Rosie. Now, if you don't like the superhero Rosie character, that's fine. Superhero in training, <laughs> clever acronym. That's fine. If you don't like it, that's fine. You don't need to like it. But he was a hoss for sure. Three-minute warning was good. I'm looking forward to getting to that era uh, as I continue watching WWE on my quests. I think a 13 seed is too low. I wouldn't go that much higher. But you're telling me Bastion Booger is an 8th seed and Rosie is a 12 or 13th seed? That doesn't make any sense to me. And he's taking on a number 4 seed. Vladimir Kozlov. 
What? Vladimir Kozlov is a number four, which means if you go to cage match and you start looking at the list of hosses, he was somewhere in, you know, and I had to go through and pick, he was somewhere in the top 50 to 60 hosses ranked. People are that high on Vladimir Kozlov. Is it because he has pictures now that make him look like some sort of crazy Russian oligarch? Is that why we like him? Did he have a career that went beyond WWE that I'm not aware of? Maybe he did. It is a, a, a European website. Maybe Kozlov had a great career in Europe. I almost wonder if they're confusing him with like Alex Kozlov or somebody. I don't get how he was a four because he's not beating Rosie. Not in my world. Not in my world. You don't beat Rosie if you're Vladimir Kozlov. When your peak was, at least to me, teaming with Santino Morella and wearing a top hat, I'm sure it was entertaining. Or maybe it was a bowler hat, actually, not a top hat. I'm sure it was entertaining, but no. No, you do not beat the superhero in training. Rosie is going to win and will take on Hernandez. That was 413. So our 14 seed is Van Hammer. Perfect seeding. I criticize some of the other seedings, but Van Hammer as a 14th seed, perfect seeding. He's not right at the bottom, but he's close. I watched all the NWA WCW pay-per-views. I saw them try and try and try to get Van Hammer to work, and it wasn't going to happen. He just wasn't good. I also challenge you, if you haven't done it already, and I've shown, I've posted pictures multiple times over the years, bring up a picture of Van Hammer, then bring up a picture of Ryback. They are remarkably similar in look. Remarkably similar. Uh, Van Hammer's going up against Jake Hager, a.k.a. Jack Swagger. I've never been a fan of Jack Swagger either. I This is, you know... A prime example of why WWE still, to this day, 2022, needs managers. Jack Swagger is great if he doesn't talk. I don't watch AEW. I'm not aware of what is going on with Jake Hager. I think he was in the inner circle, if the inner circle still exists. But I'm assuming he didn't talk. If you take that guy, big guy, strong guy, talented amateur wrestler guy, and you don't let him open his mouth, he could have been, I know he was already world champion, I'm pretty sure, he could have been world champion a couple of times if you give him a manager. And I know they did it with Zeb Coulter, but that was kind of, it was too late, I think, at that point. If he had been a Heyman guy from the beginning, and they brought him out. I'm assuming Jack Swagger was kind of in between Brock Lesnar runs. If they had brought him out as the next, next big thing, and then you could have set up eventually a Swagger-Lesnar matchup, it could have been great. Uh, he's going to beat Van Hammer for sure and take on the one-man gang in the quarterfinals. Our number 15 seed, another perfect example of great cage match rankings, Tiger Ali Singh. If there was a name 
of a lower guy. And, and let me actually stop and think for a minute, because I have no love for Tiger Ali Singh. He was in WWF so briefly um, that no one would notice if I had omitted him from this tournament. But I'm trying to think, is there a wrestler that I have seen in the last couple weeks of watching wrestling, either new stuff or old stuff, that would fit kind of that lower, lower seating. Because he's going to go up against a guy, he's going to lose. So I want someone that I just want to mention. I don't want to do Angela Mosca, because again, pre-WrestleMania era, and he would lose, and I don't want that. Um, haven't been watching uh, NXT or NXT UK. I know the Gen Briggs and Jensen or the Creed brothers all probably count as hosses. We'll have to get them in, in you know, hoss round redux when I do that in season eight or nine. Mid South, I got Duggan. I got. There's a wrestler named Steve Travis or Steve. I want to say his name's Mescaline, but that can't be right. Um, who's probably hossish? Coco Samoa is probably hoss. We'll keep Tiger Ali Singh. We know he's going to finish last. Um, yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of names I could put in here. We'll keep Tiger Ali Singh for some semblance of the sanctity of the tournament. Uh, there are some rankings kind of in the middle, lower middle, that I tweaked a little bit to get some better matchups. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Tiger Ali Singh is, is jobber fodder for the number two seed. We haven't talked about him yet, except when we talked about Rick Titan. We talked about Rick Titan and how bad he was, and then his tag team partner was actually pretty good. Isaac Yankum himself, we've yet to put Kane on this tournament. He is the number two seed. He is clearly a hoss. He beats Tiger Ali Singh and advances. Our number 16 seed is Boris Zukov. Bill Watts was calling him Boris Zerkov, which I'm sure they did solely so fans could have a chant that would be easy to, to make fun of him with, Private Jim Nelson. Um, he's better than a 16 seed, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know how much better, but he's better than a 16 seed. Uh, and he's going up against one of Kane's tag team partners with whom they won a, uh, a tag title or two. Another one of the giants we have not yet talked about. And while his name is written on my page as The Big Show, the hossiest version of The Big Show to me is the 90s era giant. Because that guy built like a hoss for sure, but did moves that were not hossish. You know, Paul White has tried over the years to get back to some of those, but 1995-96, the giant, mwah, thing of beauty. Uh, Big Show obviously beats Borisukov. Quarterfinals, Big Show versus Hugh Morris, Rosie versus Hernandez, Kane versus Rick Steiner, Jake Hager versus the one-man gay. Let's get into some consolations. Uh, Balls Mahoney versus Van Hammer. It's got to be Balls. Got to be Balls. Uh, Reese versus Tiger Ali Singh. 
I think we give it to the Yete. I think the Yete has to win that. Uh, Chris Nowinski versus Vladimir Kozlov. Two wrestlers that I'm not super familiar with. I think of the two, if I have to be in a bar fight situation, I want Kozlov on my side. Uh, so Nowinski goes into the double losers bracket. And then Boris Zukov versus Bastion Booger. I love Bastion Booger. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I do. All right. So Booger advances. Our uh, double losers bracket to determine 16 through 12, 13. Boris Zukov versus Nowinski. I'm going to give that to Chris Nowinski. Uh, Tiger Ali Singh versus Van Hammer. I'm giving that to Van Hammer. Zukov or Tiger Ali Singh. I'll give that to Zukov. So they just switched places. Tiger Ali Singh is 16. Zukov is 15. And I'll have Chris Nowinski beat Van Hammer. Nowinski is 13th. Hammer is 14th. So actually, the bottom four were pretty much the same. Um, between cage match and how I decided to finally rank them. So I always like when that happens. Quarterfinals time. Jake Hager versus the one-man gang. You know, as we've gone through this, we've had to figure out what we mean when we say hoss. One-man gang is a hoss in terms of he is a mountain of a man um, that will just run you over. Jake Hager is a hoss in that he is a larger wrestler with actual skill who will toss you around um, and make you tap out. Those are two distinct hosses. The 747 splash versus the ankle lock. Uh, to me, I personally am more drawn towards the guys who will tap you out. So I'm going to give Hager the win uh, over the one-man gang. But it really is a matter of your preference. So I would understand if you decided you would go with the one-man gang. That's just not how I see it. And we're going to have the same conversation in our next matchup, which is Kane versus Rick Steiner. Steiner, similar to Jake Hager, is a bigger guy who's going to toss you around. Rick Steiner will clothesline your head off as opposed to Jake Hager, um, you know, and will eventually give you a bulldog off the second rope, which is not a move you expect from a hoss. Kane. Larger guy, giant of a guy, um, who will fly off the top rope with ease uh, and, you know, kind of your unstoppable monster. We'll pick your poison. What's your preference? In this case, for me, you know, you may think I'm going to go with Rick Steiner here, and I strongly am considering it, but... I think I do have to go with Kane. The booking made him a monster. And yes, there's a wrestle spooky element. And there's an entire separate conversation and argument to be had as to whether or not wrestle spooky means you're a hoss or means you're not a hoss. If you have wrestle spooky on your side, then it doesn't matter. I should have put hook in. That's what I should have done. I should have had Hook take the place of Tiger Ali Singh just to piss off some people. I'm not going to do it, but that would have been a perfect place to do it. I'm giving the win to Kane. Um, you know, 
the fact that they made him into a horror movie villain, the fact that he had such a long career, uh, I think it's it's gotta be Kane. So Kane's gonna win facing Jake Hager in the semifinals. Rosie versus Hernandez. I think I gotta go with Hernandez again. Bigger wrestler who moves better than he should. I think I'm going with Hernandez there. Um, where does Rosie go? Rosie goes. Rosie will take on Reese. And then Big Show is going to beat Hugh Morris. No question. So Big Show versus Hernandez. I'd watch that match. Kane versus Jack Swagger. I'm sure at some point I will watch that match. I'm sure that match has happened. All right. Next round of consolations. Uh, Bastion Booger versus the One Man Gang. Obviously, it's the gang. Kozlov versus Rick Steiner. Obviously, it's Rick Steiner. Reese versus Rosie. I think there it's got to be Rosie. And then Balls Mahoney versus Hugh Morris. That's a tough one. Uh, Hugh Morris bigger guy who moved, you know, Balls Mahoney, better amateur wrestler, which being an amateur wrestler myself, I'm drawn to. Hugh Morris could fly for a big guy, which I always respect because I can't fly at all. When I jump, my feet barely leave the ground. I think I'll, do I stick with Hugh Morris there? Do I? Do I? When I first did it, it was Hugh Morris versus Van Hammer, and that was easy. Now it's very, it's Hugh Morris versus Balls Mahoney, which gives me more pause. I think I will go with Hugh Morris because Balls Mahoney is best known for swinging a chair. Hosses shouldn't need weapons. Hosses, like Haku, should be the weapon. So Hugh Morris will win. Uh, next group, 12 through 9. Kozlov versus Booger. I think we got to give that to Kozlov. Uh, Reese versus Balls Mahoney. We will give that to Balls Mahoney. So Reese is going to be our 12 seed. Booger will be our 11. And I am more familiar with Balls. So Kozlov, that, that, don't take that out of context. Don't clip this and take that out of context. I am more familiar with Mr. Mahoney, the wrestler. Don't take that out of context uh kozlov will be our 10th seed and mr mahoney will be our ninth seed next up next round one man gang versus rick steiner gotta be rick steiner and then rosie versus hugh morris i think there again i think i gotta go with hugh morris as much as we love rosie and we do I think Morris is the better, yeah, I think he is the better example of a hoss. He's going to have a much higher seed than he probably deserves. Uh, one Man Gang versus Rosie. I think we got to give that to the gang. Another example of big wrestlers who had badass gimmicks and then wound up with silly gimmicks. Rosie will be eighth. The gang is seventh. Semifinal time. Big Show beats Hernandez. Kane beats Jack Swagger. We're going to have a battle of giants. We haven't had one, I don't think. I don't think we've had a battle of giants yet. Uh, and 
you know, I think that's right. And a battle of former tag team champions facing each other. So Big Show versus Kane is our final. Rick Steiner beats Hernandez. Jake Hager beats Hugh Morris. So Morris versus Hernandez in a battle to determine who is fifth and who is sixth. I think Hernandez wins that. Hernandez is fifth. Uh, Hugh Morris is sixth. And because it is my tournament, um, I am making a slight change here. And I am switching places between One Man Gang. One Man Gang, I think, deserves to be higher than Hugh Morris. So One Man Gang is going to be sixth, and we're going to have Hugh Morris be seventh. So it is decreed, so it is written, so it shall come to pass. Rick Steiner versus Jake Hager, great match. That'd be an excellent match. Uh, Rick Steiner's got to win. Rick Steiner's a three seed. Jake Hager is a four seed, which I think fits. And in the battle between Big Show and Kane, that was the final we had in 2021 when I did this the first time. I had the Big Show winning. And I probably, I didn't go back and listen, but if I had to guess, I would refer to 90s era The Giant. He was doing missile drop kicks. He was doing crazy, like, he was a great athlete in those days before size became an issue. Is that the correct answer, though? Both wrestlers, very long careers. Um, both wrestlers, multiple-time champions in, in all sorts of ways. Uh, championship accolades is not part of what we consider here in Haas fight. I think we will go... I can't come up with a really compelling reason to give Kane the win. Um... And if it is, it's because how much we loved corporate Kane here on the DDT Wrestling Experience. And I don't know that Wrestle Silly should factor in. So I think we are going to give Big Show the win here. With the exception of The Undertaker, this is the first giant uh, to make it to a number one seed. Uh, Kane will be number two. Not a lot of giants there either. I, Vader. I suppose, would qualify as a giant. Sid, I suppose, would qualify as a giant. Uh, Rick Steiner at number three with Mike, that's, again, with Stan Hansen and Masato, that number three episode. Whew. I may need some help with that one. Uh, Jake Hager at number four with Wade Barrett and Batista and, yep, some good names there. Hernandez at number five, one-man gang at six, Hugh Morris at seven, Rosie at eight. Where was Umaga? Ooh. Ooh, we're going to have to make some tweaks. Umaga, based on his tournament, finished in ninth. Rosie is finishing in eighth. I don't know. Again. We will have to make some tweaks to these things, I think, after the fact. But I don't know if we can let that stand. Uh, ninth is Mr. Mahoney. Vladimir Kozlov at 10. Probably a little high for him. Bastion Booger at 11th. 
with Braun Breaker and the Great Kali. Reese at 12th. Chris Nowinski at 13th with Tony Atlas and Jerry Flynn and Kona Reeves. Sneaky talent in there. Van Hammer makes it into... I hoped he would make it into 14. Because, again, Evad Sullivan, Tank Abbott, The Ultimate Warrior, Kevin Thorne, Zeus, and now Van Hammer. What a ridiculous bracket that will be. Boris Zukov will be 15. Tiger Ali Singh, 16. There is one more episode to go, friends. And you know who the number one seed is. Come on. You know who the number one seed is. We haven't talked about Brock Lesnar yet. And I promise you this was not intentional. We did not save him for the end on purpose. Randomly, that's actually what happened, is Brock Lesnar wound up being the last number one seed. But I'm not going to give it away. I don't want to give away all the other people who we have here, but there are a ton of great names, both good and bad. And I mean that in the best possible way. Good as in incredible talents, bad as in incredibly bad, so bad they are good gimmicks. Because if, nope, nope. I'm not going to spoil it. 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 Seriously good names, friends. Uh, this last episode, episode 16, will be worth the wait. I promise you. My name is DC Matthews. At the DC Matthews. I'll tell you this. Brock Lesnar's opponent in the final will give you at least the slightest pause to see who wins. That's all I'll say. Think about who we haven't talked about yet. Who could it be? We have one final group of new big men, and we are going to watch them slap some meat in our last episode. Wake the kitties, call the neighbors. This is going to be one you are not going to want to miss.